I woke up uh, this morning to a rant from Busta Rhymes. Okay. That's uh, a good place. And I, I feel like, uh, is it? I feel like that's where we should <laughs> start since we have discussed him at, uh, and Split Star, of course. Uh, yes, indeed. Well, uh, the rant from Busta Rhymes um, mm-hmm. was very anti-COVID uh, <laughs> regulations. <laughs> really? <laughs> very anti-math. Are, does that surprise you? I honestly, yeah, a little bit, I got to say. I, I feel like he would have been like, I don't know. I feel like maybe his instinct would be anti-mask, but I feel like he has enough people like that would have been like, nah, don't say that. No, he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't have. <laughs> he doesn't have any people in his court. Well, Spliff? No, nah, no. Nah, I mean, thoughts and prayers to Spliff. But um, he, uh, yeah, no, it did not surprise me at all. Um, the rant is very like, uh, fuck a mask. Um, fuck, uh, the government telling you what to do in these mandates. You can't, how dare anyone we're human. We're humans. How dare anyone tell us that we can't breathe, uh, freely. Um, (laughs) very, uh, you know, you cover up your face. You can't eat with a mask on. I, I can't rap with a mask on. Well, okay. Well, you can. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Somehow we're managing to do it. I don't know how. Like we're wearing masks and yet putting on weight. Something's happening. Um, <laughs> and very, uh, you know, I, it used to be. Uh, this was as direct. This is a paraphrase, which is as direct as I, I can remember. Uh, it used to be uh, when I wanted to holler at a young woman, I had to fix my face so that she could know that I was interested. But I guess the, uh, the, I guess what he means there is with a mask on, how will they know that I want to holler at him? Um, (laughs) as if he's not one of our most expressive rappers (laughs) that have ever lived. Um, (laughs) and that he doesn't even really need the bottom of his face to do. Yeah. I think I would know everything Busta Rhymes is trying to right. say now, from his eyebrows. Uh, to be fair, um, it's all—it's a little bit bigger now. It's more bulldoggy. He looks like a bulldog in the face, um, which is interesting. Uh, and that's no slight to bulldogs. It's no. just—it's an interesting look on a man. Um, <laughs> but uh, and just very—he was just—you know—it's blocking your energy. You, you, we're you can see energy on faces and we can't see everyone's energy. So how are we going to know if it's good energy or bad energy um, and all of that? And I mean, he was like at a, at a show and on stage, you know, yelling this into a microphone and um, yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me at all that he would do this. This is someone. And look, I have enjoyed Busta Rhymes work for decades, right? Mm -hmm. Long time. Um, but do you remember when he had like a, a string of things where he was just being very homophobic and getting in trouble for like he got into a fight, like getting into fights? Yeah, he, he had a, he had a, a few little mishaps. Yeah, a little mishaps like <laughs> like getting in a fight with a guy who we thought looked at him for too long. So you can make I mean, that's a kind of a direct line from that to fuck a mask like that. That feels like. Okay. The next I chapter. I, um, I, I, he also made like a whole like album uh, about like the world ending and conspiracy theories. Look, he's yelling. There's only five years left on his first album. <laughs> he's to, he's yelling that on his first album. I was like, are there? And it turned out there, that there, no. there weren't, um, there were there 25, <laughs> 25 years left. That's what we had. <laughs> but it's just so, Yikes. Um, It's just a wild thing to wake up to. Just like, oh, Lord. (laughs) It it really makes you, honestly, it makes you appreciate that juvenile redid back back that ass up. (laughs) Yeah, in Um, retrospect, you know. Yeah, and like, because that could have gone left. (laughs) That really, you know, that could have gone. I was just happy that juvenile was trying to get people 
to um, wear ma- get vaccinated in order to sleep with Scott or whatever it was Mia X was talking about. <laughs> but um, yeah, and, and, and you got to say also, you know, New York gets the whole rep for being liberal. Yo, shots to the South. They had the liberal musician right there, and we got the righty, you know, perspective coming from Busta out of Brooklyn. Wouldn't have expected that if you'd have told me just like pig blindly. I wouldn't even call it left v right. I would just call that um, barbershop v the rest of the world. <laughs> He's spitting like Busta's spitting just the <laughs> like I needed to get a haircut, and then I listened to that clip of Busta, and I was like, I'm good. I know I know I still I know I still need to get a haircut, but I think I'm good on the ambiance. I think I'll wait. I can wait a couple of days. I can't I can't do that. I can't wake up to that and then immediately walk a mile to a place where that's all they're going to be saying while I'm waiting for my turn for them to touch me. (laughs) Touch my head. No, that's too much. People don't 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 talk about that enough. Like. You know, when you go to a barbershop and you have to, like, consider the ambiance that day. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't feel like having these conversations today. You know, yeah. you got to walk out. That's, 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 it's detrimental to our, to our mental health that we can't get a haircut that day. It's, we don't want to battle. It's rough. And I'm already, you know, I'm in a place I'm not supposed to be in. I'm in a barbershop. I'm supposed right. to be at a beauty salon. So already, um, I don't think it makes anybody, like think twice about what they're going to say, but they do say it and then go, Oh, I'm sorry, little lady. And I'm like, I'm almost 50. You, what are you going to say? That's going to make me clutch my pearls, you know? And I remember going to a barbershop once with my dad and they were saying like, someone was saying something wild and then said something to me about uh you know something about oh is that too much for you i'm sorry blah 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 and i just kind of gave him like a blank look and he was just like well i you know i don't mean to offend or blah blah, blah you know but you know you in a barbershop you got to understand blah 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 i said i know i'm in a barbershop i'm not listening to any of you at all <laughs> <laughs> and they all just looked at my dad they were like that's you and he's like that's my daughter <laughs> She, you know, <laughs> she's not paying attention to y'all. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, that used to get me tight because, like, I would come into the shop with my kids, you know, like, if I had the kids, I had both, you know, so right. I, it, it just was what it was. So, like, my daughter would be there and, like, they would say some wild shit and then they'd be like, oh, my bad, I didn't know your kids was here. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm here. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I didn't want to hear it yesterday. Like, last month, I didn't want to hear it either. Right. You know what I mean? Just because they hit, I'm, I'm, if anything, I'm going to start bringing them more often to make you aware of how often you say shit that you want to apologize for in front of kids. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't get that. Like, you know, that dynamic is weird to me. Like, oh, I'm going to be, I could, I could say just flat out ignorant, disrespectful shit. Yeah. And they just, and, and I don't know, it's just the, the schools of thought in the barbershop are so funny uh, to me um, because my time in uh, like beauty parlors are a little bit more of like, girl, why do you want to cut all your hair off? That's usually what I was dealing with. <laughs> you know how many people would fight for all that hair? It's not listener. It's not that I had a lot of hair. It's that I had some hair and I wanted to cut it shorter. Uh, right. That seemed to upset a lot of the elders in the beauty shop. Um <laughs> Uh, but in a barbershop, you know, it's much more of just like, um, I don't know, they're putting poison in the chicken, which may be true, <laughs> but um, it, it's just so wild. And I remember waiting on a guy once and it was a guy that my dad had seen and uh, just he was just spouting all the craziest stuff while I'm sitting there waiting. You know, I got next and I'm like, yo, you better get this haircut right. Like, <laughs> man, you better get this haircut right. Um, please get this. And I'm, you know, because I'm already not asking, you know, because I'm already coming in with like dreads. So what you're cutting, you may not necessarily see, which right. is underneath in the back and on one side, not both sides, just one side. So I'm making it hard for you. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, you're scared to touch a black woman's hair and all this other shit. And I'm just like, I just need just fade it, please. That's Please, it. just that's all I want—a one, two, a two—and they don't believe I know what I'm talking about. So I got to fight that fight. 
And now I got to sit here and listen to you talk about how the government, <laughs> government cheese is a whatever. <laughs> uh, it's, it's so much. So to wake up to that from Busta, I'm not surprised that it came from Busta. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I, I feel like that that is a view of a lot of, you know, middle-aged yeah. black folk, actually middle and older of just like, nah, the, the, the government they're trying to, and I mean, who's to say they're not, but I mean, at this point, <laughs> what yeah, else I mean. you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Buster, you've traveled the world. Go on, let them put a chip in you. What the That's fuck? It, Who you cares? Know? Who cares? They already know where you are. You posting on Instagram. You, you let them know on, as yeah. is. You always, you shouting out places. Just go ahead and let them put a chip in you. <laughs> And she was one of your hit songs, New York, Jersey. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, just go on and do it. Who cares? Yeah, I let them put the chip in me. They're going to be bored. When they track me, they're going to go, wow, she really goes nowhere. That's so it, it's it's really their loss. Living room, basement, bedroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you won't waste your time tracking after 18 hours? Knock yourself out. Absolutely. Go ahead and mark me off the list. <laughs> Let's get into the news, shot. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, Airbnb says it will host uh, 20,000 Afghan refugees. Uh, Airbnb has pledged to provide free housing for 20,000 Afghan refugees. Uh, CEO Brian Chesky said Tuesday that the program would begin immediately and that Airbnb would pay for the stays. The displacement and resettlement of Afghan refugees in the U.S. and elsewhere is one of the biggest humanitarian crises of our time. Uh, we feel a responsibility to, to, to step in, Chesky said in a series of posts on Twitter. Um, tens of thousands of people have been attempting to leave Afghanistan in recent days after the country's capital, Kabul, fell to the Taliban. Uh, many Afghans have come to the airport in Kabul in hopes of departing on uh, evacuation flights operated by the U.S. and other governments. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> no notes. Wonderful. Kudos. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Let's get at it. Beautiful. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'm all for it. What I mean... <laughs> That's wonderful. I can't, you know, I mean, let's, let's do it. Let's fill, let's fill all these buildings. Let's fill them. Yeah. I, I, as soon as I read this, I was like, oh, like uh, uh, a rich, successful company is using its resources for good. Uh, this is nice for a change. I'm yeah. with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was trying to find holes. I really, I read this article like six times. Like, oh, they're going to they gonna do something. Like, they're going to make them like list a apartments when they get apartments for free. Like, <laughs> shit. Like, I was just trying to figure out the hustle. Yeah. Like, he's no, uh -uh. I mean, if anything, this means that uh, if there are places that didn't rent out uh, to people of color um, because they didn't like their profile or whatever, up. Oh, Sorry. It's done, baby. That's yeah. Uh-uh. We got a whole family for you. But I uh, uh, yeah, I'm 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 very happy with this. As much as as much as I can be about what the hell is happening. Right. Um, you know, I it's what are you gonna do? Airbnb beat the US government on this one, I think. <laughs> if I'm mistaken. Yeah, stuff like that as well. Like, like when America helps, it's rarely like America directly. It's always like a conglomerate within. Yeah, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> people are starving, and it'd be like Tyson Chicken. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's what not. I mean? like, it's not the government, but it's like Burger King. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I hope y'all find uh, awesome places to stay. Uh, with cool vacations and I know. Uh, I hope you guys are able to enjoy the beach or yeah, like you know, cityscapes or wherever it is that they've got. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Like if they included like some of the Airbnb like activities. Right. You know, like you get to stay here and you know find something fun to do. You've been through something stressful. Right. I that, wonder you know? if it is if people are just like, okay, we've got you in this spot. And you know, that's only like a five minute walk from the from downtown <laughs> Portland or whatever. And they're like, I don't 
what you know uh, you're around the corner from a whole foods okay <laughs> what like they may have a little bit more on their mind but yeah. it's uh, give them a couple like of days food. though yeah <laughs> give them a couple of days though they're gonna be happy about that whole foods so uh, yeah, yeah absolutely bucks you get a magician to come to your house all that baby i mean if you, airbnb really want to do something give them whole foods gift cards word give them like gift cards to the local grocery stores I'm with that. And and drugstores like let's get those folk to volunteer some things to help the families get like acclimated as much as possible because yikes what Word. they're coming from. Yikes. Yeah, but nah. this is a great this is a great first step. No notes. I'm here for it. I'm Fantastic. with it. I'm with it. Uh, FDA grants full approval of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine opening the door for more vaccine mandates. Uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration on Monday granted full approval to Pfizer's uh, COVID-19 vaccine for people aged 16 and older. This is the first corona vaccine uh, approved by the FDA and is expected to open the door for more vaccine mandates. All right. Great. What are we Yo, doing? Two for two. Okay. <laughs> Yo, we don't even got to talk this episode. We're just reading news. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? Ain't no war. What's, what's the problem? <laughs> Shaz over here, like, yo, wait, Gasser, where'd you get all this positive press from? Man? I know. 47 episodes. So you finally <laughs> find something good to say back to back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> In other news, uh, uh, Hawaii governor asked tourists to stay away as uh, COVID cases and hospitalizations hit record highs. Um, Hawaii governor David uh, Ige, Ige um, asked tourists to voluntarily stay away from the state amid um, a record surge in COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations, though he stopped short of placing the onerous uh, restrictions on out-of-state visitors. Uh, we know that it is not a good time to travel to the island. The visitors who choose to come to the island will not have the typical kind of holiday that they expect to get when they visit. He said tourism is hampered by the return of some COVID health restrictions, along with a shortage of rental cars. Huh. Okay, so now you're not going to get a lay when you when you come. That's it. Yeah, hey, nobody's man. there. Look, stay home, y'all. Well, stay home. Don't go to don't go to Hawaii. Yeah, like there's outdoor space wherever you are. Like I know it's yeah. not as nice as Hawaii, but like you could go to a park, you can go to, you know, like your yard, you go to a local beach and do yeah. that next year. Yeah, just it's not it's not the time. It's it's not the time. The governor is telling you, A, please leave us alone. Which honestly, I feel like the governor's been saying that for a year and a half. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, don't mm-mm, don't bring that mess. Don't bring that mess over here. <laughs> so because remember when um they had some hardcore restrictions, like if you went there, you had to stay in whatever, you know, the hotel room for like the two weeks or whatever. Yeah. And some guy went out there and just didn't say um, that he wasn't that he flew in from uh, somewhere else and mm. just went out and like went to a restaurant and tried to live his life. And by the, the next day, they were like, uh, yoink. And they arrested him. So <laughs> Hawaii is not playing um, at all. They're the closest that America has to uh, Australia, like in terms of handling. You know what I mean? Like being like, Mm-mm, get stay away. Word. Um, which I guess they have the ability to be that way because they're out in the water <laughs> or not <laughs> attached um so yeah, you ain't able... creeping up on them they right see exactly come. like no i see the plane i see it i see it so uh there's that but i mean like yeah just leave, just hey guys it, it looks like we might be in for another i know you want to give it a harsh term like lockdown or shutdown or how about just to stay in your room yeah, it. <laughs> it looks like we're in for another uh homebound uh situation this this fall you think we get another one shot i think uh well you know what i don't think the government i don't think the various governments are going to do it the way they did last year because okay. they've already reopened stuff and people are not we've got people who are vaccinated out there so right. it's 
it's ugly um, and still dire, but you've given people a reason to think that they're a little bit safer. Right. Given, right. So they're still going to be out in the streets. And then, you know, the unvaccinated are going to do whatever they want to do, clearly. <laughs> um, so it's, it's going to be hard. So I, I think there will be more mandates of just like, hey, if you want to come back to work, you're going to have to get vaccinated. Or, hey, if you look here, bro, if you want to come to this thing that we have going on at this restaurant or event, you're going to have to show a vaccine card and that you are a a test, a negative test, like both. Like I've I've already seen places where they're like, Oh, we're going to need vax card and test, not or, and yeah. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Great, great, great. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're kind of in for, uh, not as, hardcore as last time although it's hard to say because there are so many places that you know we're in new york so we know what it was like to shut it down right and there are other places who are like we don't want to go through another shutdown again and i'm like i dare say you didn't go through a shutdown the first time <laughs> hey i don't like, think you know what i don't think you know is. what a shutdown is <laughs> have you ever seen the your, your bodega guy look for the keys to lock the door because they that, hadn't that, done that in like six years that's, that's a up. shutdown <laughs> that's all i've learned from this whole situation i'm like I clearly like all of your homes could be robbed because you guys don't understand what locks are. You <laughs> right. guys don't understand how to close shit. <laughs> like you, I'm assuming people are tripping. Y'all don't tie your shoes. Let like, me tell. <laughs> let me tell you something. Waffle House in the southeast across the south, right? Yeah. Waffle House. Uh, 24 hours. They close for nothing. They have. They have an evacuation plan that uh the, the hurricane people like weather channels and stuff they look to waffle house for their evacuate like for plans <laughs> on what to do when dealing with weather like like that's how serious like waffle house is <laughs> what is keeping cities together <laughs> they shut down wow. a bunch of waffle houses last when they did that last fall I was like, oh, it's a wrap. We just might all die. Y'all yeah. shut down a Waffle House? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, you know, I think we're going to go through some sort of like, uh, I, I think we're going to go through that. And I think we may see people who are not going to be scared to uh, do anything like this governor who's just like, hey, man, y'all stop. <laughs> Y'all stop. Stop coming. <laughs> I think we're going to see more people who are willing to do that. Like, I understand you're vaccinated. Um, I understand you feel safer, blah, blah, blah. But I feel more empowered also to make sure that I'm, you know, whatever. I, I yeah. hope. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're going to be living with this for a while and people are going to do stupid stuff. And it also gets the government off the hook for. You know, people can't be mad at the government. They can only be mad at, you know, government looks good that way. Right. Um, since they're not going to be sending us any more money or anything. Now it's on, on to us. First year, they gave us a little allowance. This time, nah, y'all handle that by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. You good. You got it. I got, you saw, I got a few you saw things the playbook. You saw how we did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> right. So that's kind of how it feels uh, to me. But don't go. And I want, I would like to go to Hawaii. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I hear it's nice. I just watch White Lotus, you know. <laughs> uh, why not? But, uh, you know. I mean, if the governor says stay home, I'm going to stay home. What, what, yeah, you, you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I'm still staying stand. home because they said something last year. So you don't have to. <laughs> I don't That's need it. to re-say it. I got it. I'll Make stay some home. scrambled eggs, just throw some spam and some pineapples, and you're good. <laughs> It'd be just like the same thing, baby. Yeah, just buy a flower. <laughs> uh, unruly passengers risk flight safety the faa warns uh federal authorities want passengers to know that thousands of violent outbursts on commercial flights are not only a problem for flight attendants but they distract pilots from keeping the entire flight safe so because of this the faa has instituted a zero tolerance policy against unruly passengers at the start of this year and so far has proposed more than one 
$5.2 million in fines. Union representatives, uh, union representing the pilots and the flight attendants have called on the Justice Department to step in and pursue criminal charges. Uh, this is because as of Tuesday, the FAA uh, um, has already had 3,000 988 reports by flight crews this year uh, related to uh, unruly um, passengers on their flights. More than 73% of the reports are over the federal transportation mass mandate, which was just extended uh, until January 18th of 2022. Wow. Okay, first of all, let's just do those mass things forever. I can't believe we weren't. <laughs> I'm in a little death tube with all of you in. I got to breathe your air. Go on. You can go to sleep in it. I just did it. I just did it. <laughs> I had two masks on. <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> you can do it. You absolutely can do it. Um, yeah, those sec- numbers are crazy, Sean. Those are crazy. You're and telling I- me 4,000 people got called out, 3,000 of them. Is because nah, I don't want to rock that mask. That I never thought about the pilots being distracted. I for some reason I thought you know you close that door and it's just kind of soundproof and it's just whatever music they're listening to on the inside there and they're not <laughs> you know it tuned it really, out. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I I want them to be focused. <laughs> yeah, but like when I'm driving, I hear the kids when he when he's fighting in the back seat. Yeah, like, you but know, I don't you like don't it. have you don't have an area of the car that's called the cockpit, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's There's what I no- tell them. I'm saying, I'm like, I'm in here. I'm in the cockpit. I'm in charge. That's how I say when I get in the car. Yeah, they don't care. When they it's act so- up, I got a I got a pathfinder, so I make them sit in the in the third row. Oh wow! <laughs> Straight up, I like y'all. I know y'all getting tall, but I, I, y'all gonna squeeze back there. I ain't dealing with that noise in arms reach because I'm gonna catch a case because I hit y'all while driving and we <laughs> right. crash. Nah, get back yeah. there. Put the noise as far away from me as possible. <laughs> Make them bend their knees to their chest so they can sit in that last row. I um, you've you've been on a plane recently? No, no. Uh, I I uh, I had a a show canceled uh, during the quarantine. And, okay. and uh, everyone else that reaches out to me to say, hey, you want to come to Texas? I look at them funny now. Like, oh, not right. crazy. Right, 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 right. OK, I have been on a plane. Nerve wracking. Right. Um, the flight back was fine because it was in the middle of the night and everybody was basically asleep. Mm. Um, and the flight going out, the um, flight attendants were very like, look, y'all got to keep your mask on. It's the. It's a mandate. You know, I make the rule. That's just the rule. Follow the rule. And occasionally, uh, you know, there's what the flight attendant who's in charge of speaking to everyone was just like, what I tell you about keeping a mask on? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was playing B? Hey, don't make me call out seat numbers. Like real... talking with their shoulders up now yeah (laughs) and i was just like oh wow i didn't even want to look around to see who was i was just like great whatever do what you got to do like the kid (laughs) in the back of the classroom that gets in trouble you don't turn around and see Mm -mm. you just know no Uh because that act that makes it seem like you're in cahoots <laughs> Somehow, oh, so you want some of this too? No, ma'am. Nope, <laughs> no, sir, not at all. So you just keep your eyes down. I just kept watching my little movie. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the zoo bans a woman having an affair with the chimpanzee from okay. seeing him. Oh, right. <laughs> That's right. A woman in Belgium has reportedly been banned from visiting the chimpanzees at a local zoo after developing a close bond with one of them. According to the zoo officials, her affair with the primate was preventing him from bonding with the other chimps. Multiple outlets report that uh, ID Tamarins has been visiting uh, Cheetah, a 38-year-old chimpanzee at the Antwerp Zoo each week for the past four years. And that time, in that time, uh, Tamarins claims that she and Cheetah have forged a strong friendship. I love the animals. I love that animal and he loves me, Tamarins uh, said. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is deep here. Uh, Tamarins <laughs> <laughs> Tam- <laughs> This is real, yo. <laughs> I, um, I so hmm. there's a few issues I had with this. Like okay. one, first, like okay, uh, 
I'm impressed with her commitment to her man. Like, this is real. You know? <laughs> Showing up every week, four years. That's dope. That's commendable. You know, she's trying to make it work. You know, right. her man's doing a bid, and she's like, nah, I'm going to ride this out with you. Mm-hmm. So that part, like, that warms my heart. I'm with you. Um, the zoo, a little disappointing, like, because it's strictly like they cock-blocking Cheetah, the chimpanzee, right? Because they said uh, they banned her from visiting the chimpanzees. They didn't say the zoo. Like, she could still come talk to other animals, they just don't want her talking to, to Cheetah no more. Like, what? Mm-hmm. why I hate on Cheetah specifically? If it was a problem, she shouldn't be allowed in the zoo in general. You know, like, why, what if she meets, like, another animal that she, like, vibes with and Cheetah got her hair down on the block, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cheetah got to hear that on the block. All right. So here is, here I think is the issue. Um, I'm reading this and it says that uh, there have been... The relationship uh, consists of the two waving at each other and blowing kisses kisses to each other, mm-hmm. which seems harmless. But um, it may have affected Cheetah's sto- social status with the other chimpanzees. So apparently um, when Cheetah is dealing with this woman, the other monkeys ignore him and don't consider him part of the group. Yeah. So he's being... His their love is forbidden in many ways. <laughs> um, this is wild. This is a little wild, but not that wild. I mean, it's not like it's an inanimate object. You know how right. people fall in love with inanimate objects. Like not. people have have fallen in love with the Eiffel Tower and the Golden Gate Bridge, and for real. Oh, yes, that's a whole thing. I'm going to Google that right now. Fall people in love with a have... building? Yeah, people in love. I mean, I was yeah. reading this. It was like he spent the group don't rock with him no more. He spends time on his own. Mm-hmm. You know, they ignore him. I'm like, yo, this dude going to make an amazing album one day. Is he? Or is he going to be like Andre Three Stacks and just be frozen in his <laughs> and not be able to deliver because it's just too much and now it's been too long? That's um, it. We're going to get the love below first. Okay. Object sexuality or objectophilia is a form of sexual or romantic attraction focused on particular inanimate objects. Individuals with this attraction may have strong feelings of love and commitment to certain items or structures of their fixation. Uh, For some, sexual or close emotional relationships with humans are incomprehensible. Wow. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, like, in 2007, a woman married the Eiffel Tower. I remember that. She goes by the name Erica Eiffel. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, there was a guy on, uh, TLC's My Strange Addiction named Nathaniel. He was emotionally and sexually attracted to his car. Nathaniel has told Anderson Cooper that he was also attracted to jet skis and airplanes. Um, uh, let's see. In 2016, a man was refused permission to marry his computer. In 2020, a woman, a Russian woman named Rain Gordon, married a briefcase. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah and y'all speaking out there. of speaking of three stacks in music, Big Boy's 2012 solo album. Wait, is this the right Big Boy? That can't be right. Let's see. Yeah, that's a, that's my band. Include a song called Objectum Sexuality. <laughs> okay. Okay, Andre. Uh, from his album Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors. Okay. So it's a thing. So that's the thing. It's like, hey, at least it's a, another being, but also we got to get you on, on an app, ma'am. I don't yeah. know. Like maybe I don't know if apps are really. She clearly connects more person to <laughs> to creature. <laughs> so maybe maybe she just needs to get into like a I don't know like a pottery class or woodworking or yeah. I'm I don't trying- know. I don't know how to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't think of any settings where, like, the other people are behind glass when mm. you meet them. But she needs that. Yeah, she. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe she's scared of full-on commitment, so this is the only way that she can do it. Or maybe, you know, 
I mean, I <laughs> I don't even know. Look, I'm single, so I mean, if Cheetah got a brother, <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, is he cute? What does he do? <laughs> oh, man. That's it. You got to be open-minded in this world. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And anyway, we all know that if something happened and she was able to get Cheetah and, and take him home or to a hotel room or whatever, he would immediately tear her face off so (laughs) like this is until he's close enough to tear off a face you know she probably doesn't need to see him anymore but (laughs) like yikes (laughs) right because it was a chimpanzee who tore that woman's face off yeah 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 we forget the chimpanzees are strong nah cheetah's different Cheetah's mm-hmm. different. <laughs> you don't know him like I do. He would never. He would never do that to me. <laughs> uh, researchers uh, released a nutritional index this week aiming to inform guidelines and help Americans achieve healthier and more environmentally stable diets. The index ranked foods by minutes gained or lost off a healthy life per serving with processed meats and sugary drinks among the biggest offenders. Uh, The findings included over 5,000 foods in the U.S. diet classified by health burden and environmental impacts. We used the results to inform marginal uh, dietary uh, substitutions, which are realistic and feasible. We find that small targeted food-level substitutions can achieve compelling nutritional benefits and environmental impact reductions there's too Uh, much science in this (laughs) the food studies range from 74 minutes lost to 80 minutes gained per serving uh so for example uh what we at here the uh the title starts off with the hot dog takes 35 minutes off your life shot you eat one hot dog you lost a sitcom that you could have seen well, actually, at this point, the reflux is taking care of that for me, so I'm not, I'm not going to be losing any time to any glizzies anytime soon. Nah. No, I tried to eat a hot dog uh, like a year and a half ago. Like, hey, man, I'm gonna have a hot dog during this shutdown, and my body was just like, no, I don't think we want to do that. <laughs> like, okay, well, I wish you had told me before I bought a pack of hot dogs. You know, <laughs> what am I gonna do with these? <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. So, like, a pack of hot dogs is like a season of TV. Mm, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. At least a cable. Yeah. <laughs> a cable season. I say, I can't watch that BBC show now. You know, it's over. <laughs> uh, for uh, other examples, a 185-gram serving of chicken wings translates to 3.3 minutes loss of life. That's not bad. I'll take that. Um a uh, beef hot dog, as we mentioned, is uh, 36 minutes loss. Um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are a gain, an increase of 33 minutes. So keep doing those. Uh, salted peanuts. That uh, Hold on. That feels wrong. Really? Why? Peanut butter is real healthy. Jelly's really the only unhealthy part of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, as as maybe it's like... just how I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the issue. What are you doing? That's only three ingredients. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know there are ratios. Okay. Uh, I I I'm I'm more. Uh, jelly than peanut butter i will say oh that. okay yeah nah i i uh i i may i i uh use like uh natural peanut butter in the house only so i figured the kids could do what they want with the peanut butter and then jelly i make them switch half the weeks to actual fruits okay so you got them stirring up their peanut butter before they can spread it yeah hell yeah it gives oh, them like forearms good. yep absolutely it makes your kids tough makes hell your kids yeah. tough <laughs> you want earnest peanut butter b yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, my parents definitely did that with a natural peanut. Oh. And w- actually, when I was a kid, we had peanut butter and um, either honey, peanut butter and honey sandwiches. Mm, nice. Or peanut butter and apple butter. Okay. Have you ever had apple butter? No, no, but uh, not with uh, peanut butter. I have, but not with a uh, uh, PB and J sandwich kind of yeah, replacement. That's that's usually that's kind of what I grew up on when it came to peanut butter. And something sandwiches. It was usually apple butter. It's very good, but 
Um, I don't know. There's something, I mean, I feel like peanut butter, I, maybe it's just my whole system. Maybe my whole <laughs> gastro, and maybe my whole GI tract is just horrible because I can barely <laughs> do peanut butter now. That gives me gas in a way that is not attractive. And <laughs> so, you know, I, maybe that's what's wrong. I can't eat hot dogs, which is probably for the best. Yeah, I I think that's a good loss. I enjoy them very much so, but like essentially like this just feels like they're telling you, yo, don't eat at checkers. You know, um, and you're good. Cause this is all yeah. the stuff I order at checkers. Okay. You know? <laughs> well, checkers <laughs> needs to figure out how to muck up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, they do everything else. Real talk. I think outside of like a a slice of pizza, I can get almost all the fast food I want at checkers. You know what's interesting is that usually when you are an adult and you are eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you have fallen on hard times. <laughs> right. So now you're in the middle of hard times and you're eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and you're adding 33 minutes <laughs> to your hard times. <laughs> I don't know if I like that metric. Yeah, it's rough. I wonder if you could like straight up just keep it on you. Like, yo, somebody shoots you. Yo, you about to die. Nah, B, I got two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches right on me. I, I don't add, think you know? I don't think that's enough to stop a bullet. No. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. At that point, it really does depend on the bread. <laughs> I remember reading, too, like, uh, I think it was like a year and a half ago about how peanut butter and jelly sandwiches became, like, the the most important, like, snack um, for like NBA players, there's like a whole like subculture of like what uh, like arena served what kind of PB and J sandwiches. Like they had different breads and different uh, different uh, jelly spreads, and sure. like it was like a, a a whole thing of like yo, I need these before the game. Why not? That makes sense. That that <laughs> tracks. You know what I mean? Because they're athletes and they eat weird shit, so yeah. that tracks. I mean, absolutely. I mean, don't they have like athletes have their own little superstitions and little things that they have to do to try to uh, make sense of this odd amount of physical prowess that they have? They're just trying to keep it grounded. So, yeah, of course, they're going to have their favorite uh, jelly sandwiches around the country based on arena. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, you know, which machines, which vending machines in your building or around you have the good stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. When, when you work at a place where there are vending machines on multiple floors, you know which floor has the good snacks. 100%. 100%. So it's like that. It's like that. That's what it looks like for, <laughs> for a basketball player. <laughs> Finally, we have uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z uh, received some backlash over their uh, ad with the Tiffany company due to it featuring uh, Basquiat painting. Um, the... Uh, New York City's pr- uh, preeminent power couple, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Is that really what they're... I guess that would be the case, yeah. Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> they're facing backlash online after appearing in a new Tiffany & Co. ad uh, ad campaign that featured a never-before-seen painting by the late New York artist uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat. Am I saying that right? Uh, Jean-Michel. Oops. Jean-Michel, there we go. Um, many critics are wondering how the anti-capitalist uh, Basquiat would would feel about uh, having his work featured in a jewelry ad. Um, Love is the diamond that the jeweler and art decorate the hip-hop uh, paramours. I'm learning a lot of words in this article. Paramours. Paramours. Uh, yeah. told, what does paramours mean? Lovers. Oh, rock on. I'm going I'm to drop <laughs> that to my wife today. Yo, we pay them for life. I like that. Uh, told yeah. People magazine of the controversial uh, new ad entitled About Love. Uh, the company said it chose to feature the Carters as their 13-year relationship epitomizes the modern love story. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean. They're getting a lot of beef because, you know, uh, A. Basquiat um, was like, you know, uh, about his art being uh, visible to everyone, and this thing mm-hmm. was uh, in his private collection. So there's like wonders of like, did he have this finished? Should have been visible to everybody. If it was visible to everybody, if it should have been visible to everybody, why did Tiffany buy it to keep it private and then release it in an ad? Like it's a lot of 
anti uh, Basquiat's kind of like life philosophy about art? Well, I, it actually there was someone who owned it, but after like someone had it in their private collection, and yeah. they were the ones who sold it to Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany. So it wasn't uh, Basquiat's private like collection. Like that person bought it from probably Basquiat's foundation, okay, or or estate or or what have you. Um, so it's not been seen because it was probably a sale that wasn't done via public auction like uh you know through the auction houses or anything like that it was probably just like a you know a rich ass person which mm. contacted the estate and was like what y'all got and then was like mm, i like this one and then just paid and carted it away and just kept it in their place um because there is a picture of the family who had it before and it hanging in there in their living room or something like that so it hadn't been seen um but not necessarily because uh basquiat had it like separate okay i think if i'm not mistaken but i mean there's a lot there's a lot going on right i mean it's um it it's the like just basically not everyone knowing how the art world works which is understandable. I mean, I answer the phones for <laughs> for the art world. <laughs> My day job is in dealing with part of the art world. I don't understand none of that shit. But um, so there's that. But then there's also like, uh, how do we know what Basquiat would have wanted for mm. his work? Like, um can can we be sure? Because he's on T-shirts. His stuff's on T-shirts. Word. You know what I mean? Like, you got a crown. You got a crown shirt. You got a crown hat. I can think, you know, mm. you go into uh, Uniqlo now and get a Basquiat T-shirt. So those were decisions that were made by his estate um, to do that. So who's to say what he would have wanted on that? Um, it is just kind of like I, I i mean my issue isn't necessarily that it was used um because i'm not sure i well i mean like it is convenient that they managed to find a basquiat that also had tiffany colors right may have also been something that he was trying to say within the work using that color maybe not i don't i don't know when the tiffany blue idea really hit like the 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 minds of everyone in America because I know there was a time in my life where I didn't know about the color of Tiffany's bags and boxes yeah and it wasn't until maybe I was an adult that I did but now I feel like everyone is aware of the Tiffany blue so I feel like they made that push so it's kind of wild they found a work (laughs) that had that um it's just you know it's it's whatevs, I guess. Like, it's definitely a conversation to have to figure. To, it's a chance to learn more about how the art world works because it is wild. The amount of money in the art world, mm-hmm. it is wild. And how it moves and how sales are done and what items are sold for and all that kind of. It's wild. And it's an interesting thing to maybe read up on and really look into. Like, I hope this is a catalyst for people to kind of understand that and then maybe understand what is um you know maybe research the artists and see when they are being taken advantage of and when they are playing the system and all that kind of stuff what it looks like now uh versus what it looks like when an artist passes away and who's in charge of their work and all of that stuff that's all those are conversations that are going on all the time um and then as far as jay-z and beyonce go i mean whatever sure (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I guess I'm happy that they're able to shill for this company, um, <laughs> but it's not necessarily a company that I have any interest in anyway. So I'm just kind of like, whatevs. Also, do we have confirmation that those are Jay Z's dreads? Or, or is that also a crown he takes off and puts to the side, his Basquiat crown? And also, Tracy's been a big Basquiat dude for a yeah. long time. He's slipping those lyrics in. So, you know, good for him. But 
I was kind of hoping when I first saw it, I was hoping that it was out of their collection. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. And it's not. Tiffany has it. So I'm like, well, I mean, be mad that they don't have that. (laughs) Jay-Z's being a fan, but he got to pose with, you know, the boss man's work. Like, I don't know. It just felt, I was like, whatever, you know, that's fine. But, um... It's Otherwise. a beautiful piece too. Like I, 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 I'm not you know in the art world, but I, I, I'm in a picture with a really well dressed Jay Z and a stunning Beyonce. I don't even see them. Like I'm constantly just like, oh, this this painting is incredible. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm glad it's out there. Um, I yeah, wish I wish nice. it was fully visible. Um, Jay Z's blocking uh, the bottom corner of it in one of the images. Yeah, but to be fair, though, the the chair he's sitting in is hot. That's that's where I am right now. I'm just like, I've seen enough Basquiat in my lifetime. But that chair, though, where (laughs) you get that chair from? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to sit on a Basquiat painting, but I will sit in that chair. (laughs) If you guys have seen the picture and you know where Shah uh, can get that chair, please DM us uh, directly. Um, yeah, if you if you know how to make it, if you know how to work with wood and make a chair like that, call <laughs> out a player. <laughs> if you'd like to learn more about the art world at an extremely slow pace, though, admittedly, uh, you yeah. should <laughs> like and subscribe to the show. If you are a fan of Basquiat, you know you should be. Uh, Rating us five stars because we fans of Basquiat. I don't know the correlation. I'm just trying stuff out here. <laughs> <laughs> Four stars means you a fan of Basquiat, but you was hating on Jay Z's chair. Five stars means you, were a fan of <laughs> you like the, you the art chair. and the chair. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely look at the photograph before you make your decision. (laughs) If you have any articles you'd like us to cover, uh, please DM us directly on Twitter and Instagram at Silky Jumbo at Gastron Monte. Uh, Major shout outs to John Strand, who uh, submitted a couple of articles this week. Um, With all that said, my name is Gastron Monte, always with the homie Chalet with Sharp. This has been a war report. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.